0: It's Tuesday, March 29th, 2022. I'm Ben Bowden, and you are listening to Simple Rhythms. Simple Rhythms is a daily podcast aimed to give you a simple and steady diet of God's Word and to help us all prepare for this upcoming Sunday's sermon. Today's scripture reading is one verse, and it's one of the most famous verses in all of scripture. Romans 8, 28. This is what the Word of God says. And we know that for those who love God all things work together for good, for those who are called according to His purpose. May God be blessed the reading and the hearing of His Word. I think it's important at the very beginning to clarify that this, this one verse it should always be read in the context of the whole chapter and really the whole book of Romans, but right here, um, after... The Apostle Paul settles its justification by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. He then talks about uh, suffering and hardship and pain. And in the midst of that, he gives this beautiful, wonderful glimmer of hope that says, it is not purposeless pain, but rather it is purposeful pain. In other words, we could say it like this, there is a purpose in your suffering. I'm telling you, no matter who you are, it's not if you suffer, it's when you suffer. Um, and there are all kinds of suffering. Self-inflicted pain can still be painful and is painful. Self-inflicted suffering is still suffering. And so whether it's been uh, sin that's been afflicted on you or you've afflicted it yourself, or maybe it's, maybe it's just living in a fallen world. Maybe there's calamity all around you because of just broken hearts of lost loved ones. Maybe it's just a weightiness or a heaviness that you carry around. Maybe maybe you really struggle with uh, with depression and sadness, even though everybody around you thinks that you just put on a smile and you're, you're just a happy-go-lucky person. Deep down, you know that you are sad and, and and you don't know why. You look around and your circumstances are pretty good. And yet you're still sad and troubled, and and there's a heaviness and weightiness about you. Here's what I want to tell you, dear brother or sister in Christ. By the authority of the Word of God, if you are in Christ, suffering is always used by God for your good. All of your suffering, not not a single ounce of suffering can you ever look at and say, this doesn't matter. And I, I think this is important because, you know, every culture and every worldview is grasping at, at trying to find meaning in their experience of suffering and evil. Everyone deep down feels like they need to know that th- there's purpose in their pain. And the beauty of the gospel tells us, you know what? There is. We see this going all the way back to to Joseph. If you remember the story of Joseph in Genesis, God allowed him to go through unbelievable suffering. He was betrayed by his brothers. He was sold into slavery. He experienced famine. He experienced all kind of stuff. But in all of this, God put him in a perfect position. It was not bypassing the suffering. It was through the suffering that that he became a powerful agent for social justice and spiritual healing. James chapter one says, consider it pure joy, my brothers, when you face trials of many kind, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance and perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Or take, for instance, Romans chapter five, verse, um, verse at the end of verse two, it says, uh, we rejoice in hope of the glory of God but not only that we rejoice in our sufferings knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the holy spirit who has been given to us or take for instance 2 Corinthians uh, chapter <clears throat> chapter 4 verse 17 For this light, momentary affliction is preparing for us. So there's an affliction that is doing something. It has a purpose. It is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look to the things uh, not seem, uh, the things that are, uh, I'm sorry, as we... Look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Or we could go back to Romans 8, and we could say it like Paul says it. (laughs) And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good that doesn't mean that all things are good. We can recognize that 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 some that, that suffering and pain and hardship that's a result of the fall and in itself is not good, but we know that God uses even the worst things to produce good for those who love Him and are called according to His purpose. And so, I just want to encourage you to remember that. We can grab onto the hope that there is purpose in our pain, but we know that our pain will not last forever. For that word that the Apostle Paul says so many years ago, our affliction is light and it's momentary. It's light in comparison to the the eternal weight of glory that we will experience one day. Pain and suffering are not part of God's own life, nor are they part of the original creation or the new recreation yet to come. So suffering is not in itself something good that will last forever, but rather joy and fellowship and blessing. Those are good. And if you are in Christ... That's where life is found, and that will last forever. So, what shall we say to these things? Paul goes on in Romans 8, verse 31. Here's what we say to these things. If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but give him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things. Oh, what what joy and what blessing we have in Christ. Let us hold to this. Let us stand upon it. And in so doing, lift high the name of Jesus in all the earth. I've been Bowden and we will meet again next time on Simple Rhythms.